ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined as always by the man who's fought every single bee, Captain Tips. Thank you, Silza. I'm planning on getting those killer hornets next or whatever. Oh, that's a challenge. Oh, that's right. And we are on our way, Tibbs, to one of my favorite pay-per-views, JWF Excessive Force. Okay, Tibbs, we may need to rethink rethink the name of this one. It does not bode well nowadays. All right, hold on. Let me think. All right. This is it. Eccentric Force! Alright, and if things seem misspelled, you'll know it's not actually Excessive Force, it's Eccentric Force. God, dodged a bullet there. But, Tibbs, we are also on the heels of an amazing pay-per-view, which was Cash in the Bag. We had some amazing matches, including that epic main event of Scotty Moore defending his JWF championship against Guy Fieri and Momoa Curry. And last week, Momoa came out. He wanted to give an interview. Many people thought this new JWF just didn't fit the old school stylings of Momoa Curry. But before he could say a word, who but Guy Fieri came out and assaulted the god of JWF out of nowhere. I mean, it was horrifying to see, Tips. I know that Guy Fieri wanted to talk, too, but that was Momoa's time. And we give time to everybody. And you know what? I just don't think it was right. I don't think it was right what Guy Fieri did. Well, how about this, Tibbs? Let's give the god of the JWF a little bit of vindication. You can see him standing in the ring right now. Momoa Curry is here, and I think he's got something to say. Let's have a listen. So, over the past week, I've been pondering something. Pondering something that the commentators said during the power rankings. Pondering something that stuck deep in my heart. You see, this is a new JWF. A JWF where those very power rankings mean something. A JWF where wins and losses matter. A JWF that's built upon mid going out every single week and putting on the best damn matches of their career. And, to be honest with you, old Momoa can't do that anymore. You see, Momoa Curry's way past the point of his career where he can come out here every single week and wrestle. Hell, I mean, I'm still hurting from cash in the bag. I'm still hurting from that assault Guy Fieri put on me last week. Meanwhile, you've got guys like the Dylan or the Hammerman that'll come out here every single week and put on the fight of their careers. So that leads to the real question of it all. Has the JWF outgrown Momoa Curry? Is there still a place in this new company for me? Part of me wants to be selfish and say, Yes, yes, this is my place. I'm the god of the JWF. But another part of me says, Maybe it's time to hang up the boots and let someone else take my place. You see, it's a tough question to answer, and I... Hey, 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 Momoa! Momoa, why don't you let me answer that tough question for you? Oh, Tibbs, look at this, it's Guy Fieri. 
coming out on the stage, staring daggers into the god of the JWF. What in the world is the king of Flavortown thinking? I don't know, Sills, but I don't think it's going to be good. I mean, look, you obviously don't seem to be in the correct mental state to answer these important career-changing questions, so why don't you let me do it for you, huh? Has the JWF outgrown Momoa Curry? Yes! Is there a place in the new JWF for Momoa Curry? No. And should you let someone step up and take your spot. Absolutely. And I know what you're thinking. Who could that man be? Who could that individual be to take the spot of one of the biggest names in JWF history? Who has the wrestling prowess? Who has the experience? Who has the history to take the spot of the god of the JWF? Well, you're looking at him right here. Because if cash in the bag proved anything, it's that not only can I take your place, but I'm gonna. You see, it's only a matter of time, Momoa. Those old bones of yours only have a few matches left in them, so why don't you do what's right and hand the reins over to someone more competent, huh? Why don't you hand them over to Guy Fieri? Well, Tibbs, a harsh question there from Guy Fieri. And look at Momoa in the ring. He He's speechless. He's stunned. He doesn't know what to say. What, what in the world? So that's a big, that's a big ask right there, Sills. I, I don't know if Guy Fieri understands the enormity of what he just tried to pull out of Momoa Curry. You can't just stop being a god and give the reins over to someone else. That's not, that's not how it works most of the time. Well, I mean, not only that, you got to think this ain't the first time Momoa's been in this situation. Scotty Moore in the past claimed that he was the new god of the JWF. Now Guy Fieri's going after the title. And at this point, I think Momoa Curry should expect it, but... You also have to think about his mindset. Momoa Curry is is a questioning man right now. He doesn't know if he should stay or if he should go. And I think Guy Fieri is just playing with that mindset, trying to get what he wants. You know, Momoa Curry is the old dog backed into a corner by some a new wave, Sills. A new, a new everything. Everything's changed around him, and he's just trying to adapt. I, I know the feeling, but we'll have to see. How well he can do it. That's right. This new JWF is really a sink or swim environment. And one man who has not just been swimming, but has been Michael Phelps in it up and down that uh, that ring of water, Tibbs, is the man known as Hollywood Holter. Had a near, damn near undefeated streak here in this company with one exception, which came last week at the hands of AJ Steele. But let's be honest, AJ did not get that victory. Hollywood was distracted, static, was playing throughout the arena, this massive noise, and it distracted him just long enough for AJ to get a sneak roll-up, and I couldn't believe it. It was uh, extremely surprising. So it was the same static that was playing when Hollywood entered, uh, when he used it to, to distract the Blake Tanner earlier this year. It, it turnabout became fair play, as it were, and, and it distracted Kid Hollywood Holcher at the precise moment. That's right. A little bit of his past coming back to haunt him. We've got no idea who is behind this static, who is behind uh, this uh, assault on the career of Hollywood Holcher. 
But who knows, Hollywood's backstage right now, and he may have a few theories. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Don the Don McDonald backstage here with the man who lost last week to AJ Steele after some mysterious noises played during his match, the man known as Hollywood Hulcher. Now, Hollywood, baby, it, it clearly seems that somebody's trying to get under your skin with this tactic. We know your history with this this static interference. How do you respond to these individuals? Look. When I came into the JWF, I wanted to make a splash, man. Some of my favorite wrestlers made their debuts through these cryptic vignettes, and I wanted to do something similar, dude. So I told Tibbs, start slipping some static into the shows every once in a while and get some interesting stuff building, and it worked. My debut shocked the world, man. Hollywood Holcher had finally come to the JWF. The prodigal son returneth to take his rightful spot. But that clearly ruffled a few feathers along the way. It rubbed guys like Blake Tanner the wrong way. And, wow, I guess somebody's trying to give me a little payback for all that. Now, I'm sure everybody wants to know who my theories are on who it is and why I think they're doing it doing it doing it but the truth is man mcdonald i don't care i'm not scared in fact dylan's coming out and issuing an open challenge for his captain's championship in a few minutes and you know i think i know a guy who's gonna answer it i think that guy's hollywood holcher yeah man I'm tired of all these mind games, all this static. Hey, it's just distractions anyway. It's just barricades between me and my goal. And you know what? I'm going to hurl all of those damn barricades and get what I deserve. And that's the championship right here, right way top. Oh, my God, Tim, out of nowhere, it's the static. The, the lights have turned out. They've shut off in the backstage area. What's happening? I don't know, Sills. I think he finally passed out from the quaaludes I gave him. All right, but... Oh, no. Tibbs, look at this. The lights, they finally shut back on. it, And you can see McDonald there and Hollywood Holcher's just been laid out. What in the world's going on backstage? Uh, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it appears that while Hollywood Holcher may not be afraid, someone is certainly trying to give him a reason to be. Back to you. T Tibbs, what in the world just happened? We got a medical team checking on Hollywood Ultra. Someone just beat the living hell out of him in the darkness. I don't know, so it would have to be somebody who has access to all of our electrical equipment and to make that static happen. I haven't sent anyone word to do that. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know either, Tibbs, but dark times indeed are happening here in the JWF. But Hollywood Holcher was right about one thing. The Dylan, our captain's champion, is returning to this company after his amazing match at cash in the back against Kazuchika Okada. And if the rumors are true, he's issuing another open challenge, Tibbs. Well, Sills, I, with the Dylan right now, he's on a hot streak. 
undefeated. Six wins under his belt. He can only go up from here or down. And I think he wants to keep going up and getting as many wins under his belt as possible. That's right. But you do also have to think whoever answers this challenge is also going to be under the watchful eye of Hollywood Hulcher. Hollywood has to think whoever attacked him is trying to take his spot in this match. But let's hear what the Dylan has to say. Now, before I say anything tonight, the first thing I want to say is thank you. Thank you, Okada, for helping me show this company that when two men come together in this ring, when they fight with everything they have until they have nothing left to give, that is wrestling. And for helping me with that, for answering my call and my challenge, I am grateful. But as we both knew when the bell rang, there could only be one winner. And he stands here before you now, the JWF Captain's Champion. And at Cash in the Bank, I approved that this is the only championship that matters. This is the championship that brings arguably the greatest wrestler in the world all the way from Japan to the middle of this podunk state to wrestle me. This belt means more than anything in this company as long as I hold it. And if one of the greatest in the world can't take it from me, then what chance do any of you think you have? You all want to talk about your greatness, how much you're going to gonna come out here and fight me. You don't stand a damn chance. And I'll come out here every week and prove it because I am the last real wrestler and my challenge is open. Oh, Tibbs, he has issued the challenge. The Dylan has laid down the gauntlet. Who could it be? Who is it? it- Tibbs, look at this! One half of the former JWF Tag Team Champions and a former JXT Champion in his own right, it's Houston Longhorn of the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys. And he is coming out, and he looks ready for a fight. Will you look at that, Silves? Former JXT Champion Houston Longhorn as well. He's He's got some accolades under him. That's right, and he also has some history for, with Hollywood Hulcher down in JXT. And oh my god, just hits a vicious lariat on the Dylan and just starts taking it to the captain's champion. The bell ain't even rung yet. Houston Longhorn's gone insane. Damn it, Sills. This is what, uh, this is what you expect from Houston Longhorn. You see, Shibby's... Shibata, he's having to pry him apart. They just get the damn match started. That's right, but you can tell Houston came here to win, and you can hear the bell ringing. And, oh, look at that. Houston once again with that vicious assault in the corner, stomping an absolute mud hole in the Dillon. And it looks like the Longhorn is getting ready for something big, backing up and goes for a big drop kick. But, oh, look at that Dillon rolling out of the way. It looks like Houston just uh, tore up his leg, connecting with a ring post. 
And look at this on the outside. Dylan looking at that injured leg and wisely grabbing it. And oh, smashing it against the ring post once again. That is a wise move from the veteran captain's champion right there, Tibbs. That's right, Sills. The tables have turned in an instant. Houston Longhorn, he was trying to get a, an edge on the Dylan, trying to tenderize him up a little bit. But that all flipped around when the Dylan used his technical acumen to get out of the way and tear up. Houston Longhorn's leg. That's right. You can see the technical spectacle himself continuing the assault on that knee. Just, oh my God, wrapping it up in a figure four around the ring post. Now Dylan not only has the weight of gravity, the weight of the move, he has his own weight wrenching down on the knee. And look at the pain in the face of Houston Longhorn. You see Shibata calling for the count of five and Dylan releases just in time. But I think the damage has been done, Dibs. Yeah, Sills, so, uh, sometimes you don't know the difference between uh, working over a body part and torture in this ring. And I think the Dylan was going for the ladder. Uh -huh, and you can see he smells blood in the water. He's got Houston hobbling around in that ring. And oh my God, just clips the leg out from underneath him. And now look at this Dylan trying to lock in a knee bar, trying to break that leg. But oh, Houston fighting back with some shots to the face. Tibbs, he might not have leg strength, but Houston can still punch. And oh, raking the eyes as well, forcing the Dylan to the release. He's got the captain's champion blinded now. Uh, one man blinded, another man hobbled. This is going to be interesting. Uh -huh, and you can see Houston trying to seek some vindication, picking up the Dylan off the ground, trying to go for his signature move, the cattle drive, a brutal neck breaker. But oh my God, look at that Dylan just kicking the leg out from underneath him, almost bending it sideways. And, and Tibbs, what can Houston do at this point? His leg is weakened. I mean, all of his big moves in involve the use of his knees. The cattle drive involves him ramming down onto the knees. The pile driver, as we know, involves the opponent uh, basically being wedged between your knees. I, has Houston got anything left? I don't know, Silson. I don't think so. And that's just the technical ability of the Dylan. Once he hit a weakness in the offense of Houston Longhorn. Once he saw that opportunity, he kept hitting it and hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. And now it's completely useless to him. And most of Houston Longhorn's offense is completely off the table. That's right. You see the Dylan knowing that he has Houston in a bad place, drags him towards the center of the ring, and oh, finally locks in that knee bar. Got it cinched in, and look at the look of pain growing on the face of Houston Longhorn. And you can see Houston desperately trying to crawl for the ropes, trying to take some of the tension off of his knee, but oh my God! Dylan just punching down onto the knee, straight onto the joint, forcing Houston Longhorn to tap out, tap out to that knee bar in tips. This just shows the dangerous side of the Dylan. He's had kind of uh, not one-sided matches in the past. He's had some competitive matches. The one against Kazuchika Okada at Cash of the Bag was a classic, but this just shows right here. If the Dylan smells blood in the water, if he sees a weakened joint, he knows how to destroy it and get that tap out that he needs. That's right, Sills. The tunnel vision of the Dylan knows no bounds. As soon as he seeks a weakness, he's like a little, he's like a heat-seeking missile. He'll just drive right into it and completely destroy you. That is right, Tibbs. But speaking of a man who is also 
a uh, a opportunist, much like the Dylan. Let's talk about our former JWF champion, the man known as Scotty Moore, who just two weeks ago at Cash in the Bag went through that brutal triple threat match against Guy Fieri and Momoa Curry, but then was cashed in on by the new Mr. Cash in the Bag, your son, Chuck Tibbs, and after what was an absolutely brutal match, Chuck hit one of the most dangerous moves in the company's history, the Trinity Bomb, to pick up the victory and to become the new JWF World Heavyweight Champion. It was a moment that will be enshrined in the history of this company and the history of the Tibbs family tree, Sills. I'll tell you that. I couldn't have been more proud. That's right, but who knows if Chuck can keep up this momentum when he goes face-to-face with Scotty in just a few short weeks at eccentric force. Not not excessive. Not excessive force. Absolutely bad name. So we have sent one of our top interviewers backstage with Scotty to hear what his game plan is and how he feels about this rematch coming up. Let's have a listen. Hello, everybody. Honeypot McDr. Pepper in my veins here with the man who will be challenging Chuck Tibbs for the JWF Championship in a few short weeks at... at Hold on, hold on, yes... No, no, I've got it. I've got the note. Yes, I've got I've got it. Yes. At eccentric force. Scotty Moore. Now, Scotty, last week you came out to the ring and said Chuck Tibbs needed to prove himself to you. Needed to prove himself as a champion. Can you uh, extrapolate on that for me, please? No. No, I, I can't. I mean, at the end of the day, why, why should I? What I? Why should I extrapolate on anything, honeypot? Look, it's, it's simple. When I won the JWF Championship back at Wrestlepalooza, everyone was saying the same exact thing. Scotty Moore stole the title. It was the heist of the century, right? They said I was a paper champion. They said I didn't deserve the belt around my waist. Everyone from the people in this audience to the boys in the back were just waiting for the moment that Scotty Moore would slip up. But I didn't, did I? No, no, no. I destroyed Momoa Curry in a steel cage match so badly that I was able to stroll out on my own two feet. I bested Guy Fieri in an epic battle in the main event of Ignition. And then after all of that, I managed to beat both of them in the main event of the biggest show of the year. And what happened next? Chuck Tibbs. Chuck Tibbs came out, cashed in his briefcase, and I was ready. Go back and watch the tapes, honeypot. I was ready. If anybody in this company knows what it means to cash in that briefcase, it's me. And every single thing that Chuck Tibbs managed to throw at me, I reversed. The captain's hook, I found a way out. Grabbed the ropes every time. The DD Tibbs, I survived it. It wasn't until he used a move that should very well be banned in this company, the Trinity Bomb, that I wasn't able to kick out. It wasn't until Chuck Tibbs dropped me on the back of my head, damn near broke my neck, and almost severed my vertebrae. Hell, if Chuck had missed time by one moment, he would have ended my career. Is that what you want? Is that what you want, honeypot, huh? You see, Chuck Tibbs, despite what everybody wants to say, was desperate that night. He was desperate to prove himself, and he used the most deadly move in wrestling history to win the title. Does that sound 
like a worthy champion to you? No, it sounds like a coward who would do anything to change his history. Look, I'll admit it. Chuck Tibbs won that night. I'm cash in the bag. You guys, you guys say it. It's Chuck Tibbs' night. He changed history. He became JWF champion. Woohoo! But Chuck Tibbs isn't ready for what that title means. Chuck Tibbs can't do what I do. Chuck Tibbs can't wrestle the pace that I can. Being a champion doesn't mean having a great night and cash in the bag. It means having a great life. And I'll prove that Chuck Tibbs can't beat me at excessive, eccentric, fucking dumb name, eccentric force when I get back my JWF championship. Well, Tibbs, looks like strong words come in there from Scotty Moore, and you gotta think Scotty has been a little bit uh, thrown off in the past, especially with the way we've been treating Chuck. Chuck certainly used the same tactics that Scotty Moore did when he cashed in his briefcase at Wrestlepalooza, but I will say there has been a little bit of a double standard. Do you have a response to that? Well, Sills, all I will say is that one of these two people shows up every week and doesn't let it go all to his head, you know, Sills? You know, I, the moment that a champion lets everything start going to their heads, that's the moment that you know they're in trouble. And I think that that's what Scotty had. And the moment that it got taken away from him because he, he let his ego get run a little wild, Sills. And, you know, you saw where it got him. So I, all I'm saying is... Maybe next time you should keep your ego in check. Well, and also, do you have to agree with him? I mean, Chuck did seem a little bit desperate that night. I mean, me and you were watching it. At one point, I thought Chuck wasn't going to get out of it a lot. Every time he tried to lock in that patented captain's hook maneuver, Scotty would be right there on the ropes. At the end of the day, Chuck went to a move that none of us thought he would be able to pull off. The Trinity Bomb, a dangerous move, a move that could have hurt not just his opponent, but him as well. Do you think that did come out of desperation? Sales, it might have come out of desperation. It might have come out of inspiration. You never know. He could have found out. He could have realized this is the moment. The crowd is behind me. I can use the Trinity Bomb to its full effect. That's the secret of the Trinity Bomb, Sills. If the crowd's not behind you when you use it, you're going to fail all the time but chuck he used it he defeated scotty moore with it he put him down with it that means the crowd was behind him their energy was behind him so you know what sills that's just the way it is all right and oh look at this looks like chuck coming to the ring right now i don't think we expected to hear from the jwf champion tonight but he looks furious as he heads to the ring he's got a microphone let's hear what chuck tibbs has to say in response to scotty moore yeah sorry okay sorry yeah hey uh didn't mean to come out here all this this is kind of sudden but i i was just I just heard all that in the back, and I, I got a couple things to say right now. See, uh, especially regarding Scotty Moore. Scotty, you don't think that I'm a champion, all right? Huh. You, you think I'm not worthy about this belt around my waist, the one that I beat you for. And you know something? Hmm. If you were talking about that Chuck Tibbs from five months ago, hey, hey, I'd agree with you 100%. 
If you were talking about Canada, Charlie, that guy, I'd agree with you. But Scotty, as much as you want to talk about loving the JWF and making this place the best it can be, you clearly haven't been paying attention to Chuck Tibbs and what he's been doing. Yeah, you haven't seen what I've become since I returned to this company. You still think that I'm that same loser that I used to be when I first got here. A joke. And you don't realize that history has changed. And that now, after I've grown, after I've evolved, I'm the best damn thing in this company. Hey, let me tell you something. So, that's why I've decided I'm going to show you exactly who this new and improved Chuck Tibbs is. And I'm going to do that by beating you not once, but twice in a two out of three falls match at eccentric force. I got the note, Dad. Thanks. No DQs. No count outs and hey Scotty, bring all the violence that you want. Cause I'll have it in spades. Uh Tibbs. Tibbs, I, I I know you were trying to defend your boy earlier, but you gotta agree, this is not a smart move right here. I mean Scotty Moore, he is one hell of a wrestler, but when it comes to a no DQ match, especially a two out of three falls, I, I don't know if Chuck's Chuck's been a little bit overzealous ever since Cash in the back, you do have to agree. He won the briefcase, immediately came out and challenged for the title a lot earlier than many of us thought that he needed to. I think Chuck might be digging his own grave right now. I mean, Sills, listen, he's he's got a little bit of he's he's a little energetic right now, but I don't think that, that this is not like an ego trip or anything. He, he said he's clearly he was the planning best. out. He said it was the best damn thing in the company, Tibbs. Now, now, Sylvs, you know what? That kind of that, that kind of hey, attitude hey, has got to hey, cover. Hey, and you know something else? Oh God! You know something else, Scotty? You want to talk about me not being worthy of championship gold? How, hey, how about we up those stakes, all right, boyo? How about we put two titles on the line? Because next week, I can guarantee you that the Dylan is going to walk out here and put his captain's championship on the line. You know, the title that I made famous? Well, Dylan, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't need to wait for someone to answer that open challenge because your opponent, he's standing right here. Next week, it's going to be Chuck Tibbs, the true champion of the JWF, and I'm going to prove myself by becoming the first ever dual champion in this company's history. Boom. Mic drop. Uh, Tibbs, you want to go back to that a little bit too energetic comment? Are, are you sure he ain't gone a little bit off the deep end here? No. No, I don't. Silver. Are... Oh, Jesus. Also, wait, wasn't Blake Tanner already a dual champion? Didn't he have the captains and tag champ? I don't... Tibbs, I'm I'm scared for your boy. I'm not gonna lie, because at the end of the day, we've seen the Dylan. He is undefeated in this company. Hell, Houston Longhorns being taken to a local medical facility right now to have that knee looked at. And I don't think this is a smart move for Chuck to face off against that animal, that beast in the ring. Just two, three weeks out of a title match. No, Sills. 
sales, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea, and I don't have any defense for it, because it's not a good idea, Sills. That's the thing. This is a bad idea all around, Sills, and I don't know what to do about it. Ah! Well, I guess next week, ladies and gentlemen, in the main event of JWF Monday Night Ignition, we are going to see a champion versus champion match with the captain's title on the line as Chuck Tibbs faces off against the Dillon. We are also going to hear from our JWF Tag Champions, the War Wizards, and hear what's next for them ahead of uh, Eccentric Force. And also, I'm just getting told right now, Hollywood Hulture is going to be returning to the JWF, and I think he's got a message for the man known as Houston Longhorn. And Tip, you got to say, that makes a can't-miss episode of JWF Ignition. Yeah... Yeah, it does, Sills. You can't miss it, because it might just be the folly of hubris coming down and striking my family once again. Well, until then, ladies and gentlemen, remember to support JWF Ignition. Donate to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash a load of BS is where you get access to exclusive content like some old footage of the JWF, where we send Scotty Moore and Blake Tanner two of the biggest names in this company to watch old episodes of JWF War and Tibbs, it's it's rough, I'm not gonna lie. It's an experience, Sills. Look, we were just getting on our feet. That's all I'm saying. That's right. In addition to that, you also could be in our developmental territory, JXT. Let's face it, Gazi, one of the biggest names in JXT history. He donated to the Patreon. We brought him in. And if you want to get brought in too, you can by donating at patreon.com slash a load of BS. Or you can always just pick up some JWF merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com, including the brand new Fear the Captain's Hook shirt. It is a, a shirt commemorating our new champion and possibly former champion Chuck Tibbs and let me tell you something Captain Tibbs that's a beautiful shirt it's a really nice shirt Sills I had it custom made in hopes of a long title reign that is not looking so long anymore (laughs) so buy it while it lasts that is right Tibbs but until next time he's been Captain Tibbs I've been Silver Spoon this has been JWF Ignition and we will see you next time.